The Higher Side Chats doesn't start with underwear ads or guilt-tripping donation pleas, nor would I ever commit the cardinal sin of podcasting and interrupt the flow mid-show to show you an unrelated sponsor. But the free first-hour episodes do have to start with a little PSA before we get into it to ever so quickly remind slash inform listeners both old slash new that you're about to get into what I'm sure is a great first hour of a high-level interview, but that means you're missing half the show. If you like what we do around here, get yourself a THC Plus membership and listen to the full two-hour interviews as they were really designed to be and as I know you would enjoy them most. Give a little and actually get a little more in return of the thing you're actually engaging with. Five episodes every month, plus forum access, community comments, downloads to all the closing cover songs, a plus show RSS feed to use with any private RSS feed supported app, and the occasional joint session bonus shows, which include the messages you might leave me about your own theories, experiences, or otherworldly encounters at thehiresidechats.com slash voicemail. If you're not quite sure, if you just want to feel us out, or if you're only here for this particular episode, no worries. New first-time subscribers get a seven-day free trial when you sign up at thehiresidechats.com. Cancel anytime. Try it out, because it's so important to feed the things you want to grow and starve the things that gotta go. And with that said, let's get on with it already, huh? In the 1930s, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt addressed the nation through a series of radio broadcasts known as the Fireside Chats. His aim was to reassure the common man that our society would recover from its troubled times. Well, we're far from 1930, and I deal with a different kind of fire. For a new era of worldly frustration, we offer a fresh conversation. I'm Greg Carlwood, and these are the Higher Side Chats. Back in the saddle and ready to ride from sunny San Diego, I'm Greg Carlwood. And if you haven't been paying attention, let me tell you. Beneath the thin veneer of bright lights, happy pop music, and the uniform streets of strip mall America, the world can be a dark place, often run by nefarious forces who secure their power through a rigged economy, blackmail operations, black market trafficking, and a cutthroat domination that doesn't typically make it into the sanitized storylines of the nightly news. And the general public's engineered ignorance and compliance are no accidents either. Call it mind control, brainwashing, or mass form psychosis, but the arconic architects of this system have been studying the mind for decades and weaponizing pretty much everything they've learned along the way. Sometimes on unsuspecting individuals who conveniently slip through the cracks, and also on a mass scale through corporate media, childhood education, and the eradication of anything but the pre-approved state-sponsored truth. Well, today's guest, Kathy O'Brien, unfortunately knows these things all too intimately on both the personal and the public fronts. If you're unfamiliar with her, I would be surprised, as she's got to be the most well-known survivor of MK Ultra mind control there is. As her story goes, Kathy was born into a multi-generational incest-abusive family. Her father, with a fourth-grade education, was a worm digger for local fishermen, all while producing child pornography of Kathy and her siblings. He was allegedly caught sending the porn through the U.S. mail when Kathy was about five years old, at which time a faction of the CIA made a deal with her father to sell her into the CIA's mind control project, Project Monarch, in exchange for immunity from prosecution, and he immediately became the vice president of a newly formed private corporation dedicated as a military-industrial supplier. Kathy was traumatized in many systematic ways and trafficked at a White House Pentagon level, 
as what's known as a presidential model. Her sworn testimonies of abuse and torture by her father and the CIA was proven and tested through the U.S. courts and was presented to both houses of Congress and the U.N., only to be stopped and stonewalled under the U.S. National Security Act. She's told her stories and relayed her insights in several books entitled Transformation of America, True Life Story of a Mind Control Slave, Access Denied for Reasons of National Security, Documented Journey from CIA Mind Control Slave to U.S. Government Whistleblower, and most recently, PTSD Time to Heal. You can buy them all directly from her as well as read her ongoing blog at trance-formation.com and let it be known that she's also the subject of a very well-made new documentary called Trance, Mind Control, Human Slavery, and Healing a Nation that you can now find at trance.movie. Dedicated to exposing and closing America's child trafficking chapters, surviving and thriving, the transformation truth teller Kathy O'Brien, welcome to the higher side. Wow, thank you for that introduction and for all the wonderful information you shared so eloquently there. It's a wonderful opportunity to reach your listeners with pertinent truth. And I really appreciate it because it's people like you who are making all the difference in the world right now by bringing truth to light that would otherwise be censored. Mm, well, I try, you know, I try. I am, I am but a humble podcaster, but it is a true honor. Few can really imagine the horrors that you've experienced and to be as dedicated as you are to the cause means you never fully get to put it behind you, which, you know, that's a sacrifice in its own right. But if we can make any sort of impact, making people a little less ignorant of how dark things really get, I mean, that's a beautiful thing, right? It is. Yeah. If I can turn the negative of my past into a positive that empowers others, especially through these times when the whole world has been subjected to MK Ultra mind control, then that is its own form of justice. Because really, to me, since justice has been stopped for reasons of national security in the courts. The ultimate justice is positive change through public awareness. And right now, the public is becoming aware. They're seeing what's been going on really my whole life happening now right in front of their eyes. And when they realize that what might may be new to them isn't new at all, it's been around forever. It's been around ever since Project Paperclip when the Nazi and fascist scientists were brought into the U.S. and under cover of the 1947 National Security Act. This has been going on a long time. Mind control picked up where Adolf Hitler left off, and now it's advanced tremendously with technology. But nevertheless, the basis of mind control is trauma. That's important for us to know, and it's crucial that we all know that knowledge is our defense against it. That's why so much censorship is going on. They don't want we the people to catch on to what's really going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Well said. And I know you've been telling your story for decades now, so I try to give the cliff notes for context up front, but you were born into a multi-generational incest abusive family. You were a subject of Project Monarch and trafficked through your grandfather's Masonic Blue Lodge and government circles. 
And just that right there is a lot, but can you tell the people a bit more about what it entailed to be abused under the Project Monarch banner right on up to this role as a presidential model trafficked at a White House Pentagon level, as you say? Yes, Monarch is a multi-generational abuse-based mind control project under MKUltra because it was found through the Hitler-Himmler research that children who are sexually abused, especially prior to age five, their brains will respond to the trauma and develop what's known as dissociative identity disorder. It's where the conscious mind takes flight and the subconscious is wide open to being easily led. And at that point with suggestibility so heightened, it was found that after three generations of this kind of pedophilic abuse prior to age five, the children are born more compliant and suggestible. That's just part of our genetic makeup. So the genetic studies that were being done on the effects of pedophilia on children was brought over to the US through Project Paperclip. And the Nazi and fascist scientists shared that information with the CIA. The CIA had just formed in 1947 Two, when the National Security Act was formed to keep all of this secret. So while the New World Order was being transferred over to the U.S., it was kept under cover of national security. And that's just something we need to be aware of, that they need secrecy in order to prevail. Because again, knowledge is our defense against mind control. When we understand our own mind-brain function, it becomes easy to see why the pedophile agenda is being pushed so hard right now in society, why it's being sanctioned in the courts to the point where we even have a Supreme Court justice appointed by a so-called president that stole elections 2020 Mm -hmm. that is a pedophile. How convenient when you consider what his son's laptop has revealed in the human trafficking operations that reopened as quickly as elections were stolen in 2020. The borders were flung back open to human trafficking and child sex trafficking because those are the primary funding mechanisms of this new world order, global slave society agenda. Mm. They know that people wouldn't allow for this to go on. They know that people would rise up against it, which is why mind control is used for ushering it in. They need us to comply. They need people to be frightened and they need them to do as they're told. Well, by conditioning people to do as they're told and then promoting the pedophile agenda to the extent that they have, they're moving towards a future generation, the third generation of a very compliant society. It's time we wake up now, understand the effects of trauma on the human mind, understand what Project Monarch was all about and why multi-generational incest-based children like myself were targeted for the project. It's imperative that we understand that aspect of information now so that we can stop their efforts from succeeding. They have suppressed this information from mental health. It's been suppressed from society. It's been suppressed from education, and it's been done very deliberately 
all under the blanket of so-called national security in order to keep we the people in the dark so that we stay so busy working our nine to fives and our five to nines that we're not paying attention to what's going on around us. Truth needs to prevail and it's definitely time for this information to come out. Since I was exposed to Project Monarch, I have great insight into it from my own personal experience, as well as being able to understand fully the effects of it on society today. So I have a, a lot of knowledge, and it certainly is my defense against mind control. My life's experience armed me with that knowledge. When mind control messed as a virus was unleashed on the global population, everyone got an experience with trauma-based mind control and fearfully hiding behind their masks and sheltering at home, you know, while the new world order, so-called global reset, took control. And now that people are waking up to that and wanting answers, it's imperative that they have knowledge on mind control so that that will be our defense against it going forward. This is evolutionary times that we are living. It's amazing that we're born into this time. You know, what an opportunity for us all to be part of humanity's evolution and being able to preserve the sanctity of free thought going forward by understanding what mind control entails. Mm. Wow. Yes, certainly a lot there. But I wanted to ask you more about the mainstreaming of MKUltra, especially over the last couple of years. As you said, mind control masked as a virus and masked is a interesting term because, yes, we were all wearing them. And I guess I wanted to ask you what elements of mind control, what components of the program, of the steps along the way to really manipulating a person, did you see rolled out? in the whole virus operation? The fear, first of all, because people were told that they were going to die, that all of a sudden what the common cold used to be was renamed and the media, the controlled media, when we follow the money on the media, we see it goes to the same handful of perpetrators, the same handful that are hell-bent on implementing what Adolf Hitler, George Bush, and Joe Biden term the New World Order. It's a slave society agenda, and the media is very much their voice and very much controlled. When we follow the money, we're going to see it goes to the same people, including pharmaceutical companies and the money behind them. So it's just a small handful, but when knowledge is manipulated, it leaves people in the dark and superstition begins where knowledge leaves off and panic really kicks in. And so people became very fearful. Fear is the basis of mind control because when we're fearful, it's like our conscious mind freezes in fright and leaves the subconscious open to being manipulated and led through NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Mm. We all need to arm ourselves with that knowledge on what the language of the subconscious is because the subconscious has no ability to question or to reason 
the information that it takes in. It just takes it in on a very literal form. So when mind control masked as a virus was unleashed on the population, as soon as they told us to mask up, I knew what was coming. MK Ultra mind control uses masks to depersonalize the victims. It causes a depersonalization because there's no micro muscle movements that are seen. We can't tell if someone's smiling or sneering. Everyone looks alike behind a mask, and that's needed for depersonalization. More importantly, it muffles voices. It makes people feel like they can't talk to each other. They needed to stop us from talking to each other because they wanted to control the full narrative, everything that was going in our ears through their controlled media. So they stopped us from talking with each other through wearing a mask and muffling our voices. Add to that that we were told repeatedly, and again, repetition is a form of mind control, especially when someone's already traumatized and their suggestibility is heightened. Constant repetition drives the point in. And we were told to mask up, stay six feet away from each other. Little lines were drawn on the supermarket floors just to make sure we knew what six feet apart was. And this constant bombardment of six feet away to the subconscious mind in NLP equates to six feet under. So it was six feet away or six feet under, do or die. We had to stay away from each other. That muffled our voices even more because we certainly couldn't hear each other from six feet away while wearing a mask. More importantly, even than that, is the reality that masks inhibit oxygen to the brain necessary for critical analysis-free thought. Again, they wanted people compliant, so to mask up, inhibited oxygen necessary for our maintaining free thought. So the mask is multi-purposed, many things that these perpetrators do. It's why they use it in MK Ultra Mind Control. My own daughter was trafficked in a mask. It's just a part of what they use. So as soon as I saw that, heard the repetition programming coming through the media of six feet away or six feet under to mask up, get the injection. I knew that the new world order was trying to make up for time that they lost in 2016 when Hillary Clinton was supposed to have ushered in the new world order. This is in my testimony, Transformation of America, that was released in 1995. That's a long time ago. And it detailed the plan for who was going to be in the presidency for ushering in this new world order. It was to go back and forth between the Bush-Clinton dynasties, which it did right up until Hillary lost 2016. Mm -hmm. But it was when people became disillusioned with Republicans leading him into the new world order that a Clinton as a Democrat would be put in. And then when they became disillusioned with Democrats putting them into the new world order, then it'd go back to a Bush. That was the plan that was structured, and it was going to be put in through rigged electronic voting machines, rigged elections. You know, so this was something that when they lost 
control over their plan 2016. They went full bore, tipped their hands, showed everybody who was aware of MK Ultra Mind Control exactly what it is that they are doing. In my testimony, Transformation of America, too, I also talk about the plan for mass genocide and to stop the human reproduction through vaccines. Mm. We need to be aware this is nothing new. Big Pharma, follow the money. Same handful of criminals, same ones ushering in this new world order agenda. People like George Bush had his hands in Big Pharma. It just keeps coming back around to the same people, same agenda, same point, and same MK Ultra methodisms that were used on me were now being used on the global population to keep them in fear, sheltering at home, listening to controlled media, manipulate their minds with more fear and a narrative that on what medicines they could take what Big Pharma was going to let them have. And ultimately, that was to be a vaccine. So we listened to the media tell us that our city's being burnt down through absolute total chaos and violence was peaceful protests. That's another way of manipulating the mind. It's called satanic reversals. It's why occultism is such a powerful, traumatic basis for mind control and for manipulation of the minds of the masses and why Satanism is prevailing to the extent that it is right now. It's because it is a mind control operation, very much a part of MK Ultra mind control. So I saw that being implemented as well. So many aspects of mind control, but there's a few to get started with. <laughs> yes, that is a great summary. Fear, NLP, information control. Then we got the food deprivation, sleep deprivation. People are overworked. People are worried about the supply chain, the repetition of how they should be worried about it. Financial control, depersonalization. Yes, all these things. And it's good to go over them because now we're hearing about smallpox and a dozen or so spread out cases of monkeypox. So be aware that there might be a sequel in the cards. But you mentioned occultism, and I wanted to ask you a little more about that because in terms of your story, it seems like, well, in the history of mind control, they basically weaponized all their gained knowledge of the mind and then mixed it with something of a ritual nature. I think blood trauma rituals is a term I've heard you use. I'm just curious, did some of this go beyond the science of the mind and seem to almost be a spiritual thing to them at times? Or do you think that's all just kind of uh, for theatrics? Or is there something almost religious about this type of activity? Oh, really? Well, asked. I love the way you asked that because spiritually, they aren't like us. They don't have that same kind of energy from having been deep in the swamp with these perpetrators and being up close to them and having been exposed to them. They don't have the same kind of energy that people do. They don't have that strength of the human spirit. They don't have the power of love. Instead, they feed off of negativity. They feed off of fear. They feed off of hatred. It's why they socially engineer us into division and to snap judgment of each other, into 
all the hate that they've been trying to roll out because that really is their energy. That's what they feed off of. That's what they're wanting to perpetuate. And Satanism definitely is a source of that kind of negative energy that they literally feed off. So that's why Satanism is used. In my case, when my father sold me into MK Ultra Mind Control, he had been approached by a local politician, Gerald Ford, who went on to become the unelected president of the United States. Hmm. He headed the Warren Commission that supposedly investigated the Kennedy assassination, which really he just covered up because that is when the New World Order took a giant grip on the nation. And as Gerald Ford's political career escalated, so too did my victimization. So that's how I ended up being among them in Washington, D.C., working on a White House Pentagon level, being used as a so-called presidential model, MKUltra, robotic, mind control, slave. What brought me to that point, though, is that once my father sold me into MKUltra mind control, he was immediately flown to Boston, Massachusetts where he was trained by Cardinal Law. This is the same Cardinal Law of the infamous Catholic child abuse scandal that was actually promoted to the Vatican once he was exposed in the whole pedophile operations that were being sanctioned within the Catholic Church. But my father was trained by Cardinal Law how to raise me in MK Ultra Mind Control, how to manipulate my subconscious mind using satanic reversals, and NLP, the language of the subconscious. As you mentioned, my father, he only had a sixth grade education and earned his living as a worm digger, but he could certainly grasp the concept of NLP when it was taught to him in just a matter of weeks in Boston, Massachusetts. So this is something that's inexcusable that this information has been kept from society because we all need to know exactly what it is we're going to find out that it is also political rhetoric it's used in cult and occult religions and it's something that we all have a right to know and a need to know it's true and you mentioned cardinal law cardinal bernard law i think is his name yes and Mm -hmm. his name also comes up in a recent blog that you wrote titled disney underground and It wasn't even until recently that I knew Disney had its own independent borders and jurisdiction, basically, which is odd. And just to read from the blog and the connection here, you write, why was Disney ever granted tax breaks and self-governance free of law akin to the Vatican in the first place? What other similarities do Disney and the Vatican share in addition to infamous underground systems, self-sanctioned abuse of children, and ties to a New World Order agenda? The infamous Catholic child abuse scandal proving systematic abuse and cover-up of pedophilia resulted in its leader, Cardinal Bernard Law, being promoted to the Vatican. My personal experience with Disney occurred in Florida, as it has for many MKUltra mind control victims. Have you ever asked yourself why high-profile MKUltra mind control entertainers like Michael Jackson were taken to Disney World when they had a mental breakdown? Disney includes a sophisticated mind control reprogramming epicenter in its underworld. Wow. I mean, that says a lot right there. But can you talk to us a little bit more about your personal experience with Disney and what you 
seem to know is there beneath the surface? Well, that is one thing that I was exposed to throughout my mind control victimization. Disney was used because it always subliminally promotes pedophilia, which was, again, a tie into the Catholic Church. They also used traumatic situations and images that were always very, very difficult. In that they had like Pinocchio, the little puppet boy, and aspects like that. And most importantly, they have a very significant NASA DARPA connected underground of mind control programming epicenter. Mind control is used on and by the U.S. military. There's a military base at Disney for the purposes of mind control. You mentioned Michael Jackson, who was of the same MKUltra Project Monarch that I was during the same years that I was. And it's interesting to note that he wore a mask. (laughs) Yes, he did. So that's something to look at. But these Disney stars that come out of there, like Britney Spears, something we all need to look at. Everybody's screaming MKUltra regarding her. And I think it's something we all need to continue to question and look at. Wherever Disney is, MKUltra, mind control has its attachments. I was certainly tortured and programmed there with sophisticated DARPA technology, machinery, and the trauma that is also used there. Also, the confusion of fantasy and reality. As I said, the subconscious mind does not operate on the same level that the conscious mind does. Our conscious mind has an ability to reason and question and critically analyze. Our subconscious doesn't. It's just information in. So the Disney themes are easily used because it confuses fantasy with reality. And it's another reason why Disney is used. And I'm so thrilled to see that Governor DeSantis has stood up against them and taken away their self-governance status because they need to be held accountable. So many survivors of MKUltra mind control who have been exposed to the programming at Disney have tried to give voice to it. Many are silenced. A lot of people have been silenced permanently. Disney has been able to keep the information quiet for a long time. Their censorship abilities have been extreme because they are not bound by law and because of their own self-governance and their tax breaks and because their point is to feed and fuel the pedophile agenda, which is such an integral part of the New World Order slave society agenda. So that's how Disney is involved, and it's something that I wish everybody would research further because the more you look, the more you see. It's even in trance.movie. It's detailed in there how Disney was affiliated with Project Paperclip, Werner von Braun, and what does NASA have to do with an amusement park for children? Something we all need to look into and find the answers to and why that was established right from the get-go. So since I was born in 1957 and sold into the project in the early 60s, Disney was very much a part of my MK Ultra victimization. And so too was 
the Catholic Church. And as soon as my father got back from Boston, he started subjecting me to occult rituals within the Catholic Church because they knew it's like a reversal of the Catholic Mass is what Satanism is. So it is used as a trauma base right within the Catholic Church itself. Many Catholic churches are complicit because they thought they would become the one world church in the new world order, which is why they had their self-governance and pedophile agenda go unchecked for so many, many decades. It's time we wake up to that and realize the close association with the Satanism that's prevailing is ties right in with the Catholic Church and other religions, but primarily that's where it was heavily rooted. Yes, yes. Wow. Wild information. And it's tough to really know what to do with any of it. It feels like we've been under attack with everything slowly eroding for a long time, yet no one I really know in my personal life is super aware of it or even wants to talk about it. It's all just mimosa brunches and weekend golf. And sure, I like those things too, but are we just never going to address the walls closing in on all of us? (laughs) It's frustrating sometimes, but you really tied a lot in right there. Disney, NASA, DARPA, and the Vatican. It is a big, sick soup of paperclip partners still operating today. And I also agree with the move for DeSantis to go after this autonomous zone that Disney has. The coverage of it has been fun to watch because clearly the media talking heads are all in the pocket for Disney, talking about how terrible this is and very biased coverage. And nobody even addresses why a corporation of any kind should have its own jurisdiction like that. But I also wanted to touch on that confusing fantasy and reality component. Because a lot of people talk about, yes, the subliminal sexual messaging in a lot of Disney films and merchandise, it is there. But also there seems to be an overlap between certain films like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, you mentioned Pinocchio, but also even Catcher in the Rye for some reason. It's almost like some fiction can be used as a template for programming. And I wonder why that is. Were these stories designed with programming in mind, or did they just turn out to be convenient tools for programmers? What more can you say about that strange overlap? Well, you see, when you look into the history on The Wizard of Oz, it was very closely paralleled with Walt Disney. And it was almost a Disney show, but the finances went a little bit different direction. So it wasn't as affiliated with them as it was. But other than that, yes, Disney has been a mind control operation from the get-go and its history was rooted in Nazi Germany. So we need to consider that. We need to keep this project paperclip in mind and research it further because it is a common thread weaving through. And as we see these common threads, we start seeing it's just a small handful. It's like the proverbial wizard behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz pulling the levers, you know, making it look like he's some big, great, big presence when in fact he's just this little guy back there. And that's what they are. They're just a small handful of pedophile perpetrators hell-bent on manipulating our minds. It's inexcusable that we allow them to do it. They're just creating illusions that there are more of them than there are because they have been slowly 
taking over for a long, long time, for generations, and planting their seeds and taking over the media to make it look like they're the big and powerful power over us all. And they're not. It's inexcusable. They're an illusion. And once we bring their dark agenda to the light of day, we will realize that and realize that we are by far the majority. And it's inexcusable that we allow it to go on any further. By creeping this information in on society and pushing that pedophile agenda so subtly all these years now, mm-hmm. we go right back to that multi-generational Project Monarch, three generations, where after three generations of repeated information, that information becomes autogenic. It's why people are so slow to wake up and realize what Disney is all about. And then they've got the controlled media, which follow the money. It goes right you know, into the hands of the same people in Disney. It's the same strings. Disney's power over our media is just extreme when we look into that and realize that they're trying to keep us in the dark as to what's really going on because they're scared of the light of day. They're scared that people are going to think free. Having been around these perpetrators, I know their greatest fear is the strength of the human spirit and the power of love. Because once we realize what they're doing, well, I'll take a stand against it. And we don't have to do anything violent about it. We just simply need to stop complying with their agenda and think free and protect our children, live the love we are. All of a sudden, they're not getting any more fear out of us. They're not getting any more snap judgment, hatred vibe from us. It's all love and they have no energy to feed off anymore. So that's where we win and where they lose. It kind of does come right back down and right around to a spiritual evolution and a spiritual time that we're all here to remember our life's purpose and start living that love. Dare to face the truth and bring that truth to light where it can be dealt with and where we can reclaim sovereignty within ourselves, our nation, and our world. Yes, I agree. And that was very well said. You make it seem so easy, yet we have a lot of education to spread still because it's just sad how many people aren't seeing it, even though it seems pretty obvious to a lot of the rest of us. And I wanted to ask you more about your personal story because you were rescued by Mark Phillips, who has also been your co-author on the first two books and partner through a lot of this journey of being a whistleblower. Mark sadly passed away in 2017. But talk to us about his background, his vast knowledge on these subjects, and some of the things he taught you about how the mind can be manipulated. Well, Mark was working in the highest levels of intelligence mind sciences. He was a spook, which meant he wore many hats, whether it would be CIA, FBI, Secret Service, whatever he needed to be is where he was in order to work on the level that he did in mind sciences. He was studying how to preserve the sanctity of free thought. That was his passion in life. That was his whole motivation. And as he was studying mind sciences in the psychological warfare division 
of the War College. Michael Aquino is also studying psychological warfare, how to manipulate the minds of the masses using Satanism. Michael Aquino is the founder of the Occult Temple Asset, is proliferating on our military bases. He was involved in the Presidio daycare scandal and skated on it because the military has their own cover-up and national security was invoked on it. He was part of the Marin County daycare scandal because he was on the Marin County board where the infiltration has been extensive through so-called child protective services and something that we all need to be aware of. But Mark was seeing where the information that he was working on to free a mind, the information where he would help people like spies who had been caught by the other side and tortured, how they could heal and get back out in the field again, immediately reclaim their free thought, heal from the trauma that they experienced. This information on mind-brain function, this simple information on how to heal and reclaim free thought after extreme trauma was being suppressed under national security so that it could be used against the population through agendas like Michael Aquino's using Satanism. Mark was so appalled to see that pedophilia was being sanctioned, not only being sanctioned and promoted, but was being allowed in and out of the White House. He saw how pedophilia was being used to compromise judges and politicians and blackmail operations. He saw that child sex trafficking was a primary funding mechanism of this globalist agenda, slave society agenda. He saw the erosion of our constitutional values of freedom and justice for all and the slow infiltration into various aspects of government so that this new world order would slip in. He saw where mind control of the masses was the plan because people would not tolerate this slave society agenda. They wouldn't cooperate with it if they could think free. So all this information was being suppressed and Mark was outraged. He was outraged at the human trafficking and drug ops that were pouring across the border. He wasn't the only one. There are many people in intelligence and in law enforcement who are outraged at this globalist agenda that's being forced and imposed on us all. So he decided to do something about it. And he rescued my daughter and me right out of the Washington, D.C. swamp of human trafficking operations, right out from under their noses. And he intercepted me. I was to be killed. I was turning 30. They figure any sex slave at that point, MK Ultra mind control sex slave, who are usually disposed of at age 30, they were killed. They were usually sacrificed at Bohemian Grove. And that was to be my fate for what I knew about the groundwork of NAFTA, the criminal operations that I was forced to participate in. At age 30, there's electrochemical changes that happen in the brain. And as these electrochemical changes happen, sometimes the traumatic compartmentalized memory of MK Ultra mind control starts to leak out a little bit. The compartmentalization of memory is pertinent information that we need to understand too, because it's our brain's automatic 
response to trauma too horrible to comprehend. And this compartmentalization is like what I experienced when my father was sexually abusing me as an infant. It's not that I could think to know what he was doing was wrong, but my brain knew it was wrong. So my brain would shut down the neuron pathways around that event so the rest of my mind could function and develop normally. And this kind of compartmentalization is what creates that dissociative identity disorder. It's what creates heightened suggestibility. It's what inhibits our free thought because when we shut down neuron pathways in the brain, we're being dumbed down. And by the time we turn age 30, there's a, another amazing mechanism within our brain that kicks in where the electrochemical changes in our brain start to allow for an opening of neuron pathways in the brain that have been shut down. So as those neuron pathways open, then memory starts to leak out. We mentioned, you and I both had mentioned where there's a reprogramming epicenter in the underworld of Disney World where certain stars are taken when they have mental breakdown. That's usually around age 30. When you think about it, you know, when you look at the Britney Spears and what happened to her around that age, when you look at Michael Jackson, what happened to him around that age when they're flown into Disney World and everything, it's because they reprogrammed them at that time because of that natural electrochemical change that happens in our brain. Some people can relate to that just in their own life's experience where they may have endured abuse as a child that they forgot about until about age 30 when those memories start to leak in. So I was turning 30 and I was considered too old to be used sexually. They were afraid that some secrets may come out and I was to be killed. And that is where Mark Phillips intercepted me and took my daughter and I to the safety and serenity of Alaska where he handed me keys to my own mind. Mark didn't deprogram me. He taught me to deprogram myself mm. so that I could heal from within. By healing from within, it allowed for me to be strong and actually open the neuron pathways in my brain and have access to my own mind again, rather than be reprogrammed from somebody manipulating my mind from the outside, like they had for the first 30 years of my life. So what Mark did is he handed me the keys to my own mind that he learned on the highest levels of mind sciences that they teach spies when they need to reclaim their free thought. And he told me the pen is mightier than the sword to write out my memory. And because it was starting to flash, just like my brain knew to shut down the neuron pathways because of the trauma that I was experiencing and this pain and suffocation, of my father's sexual abuse. My brain also knew that I was safe with Mark for the first time. So that added to those neuron pathways opening up and memory starting to leak out and flash on my mind screen. I was getting flashes of my past intruding on my present and Mark told me just to make note of what I was seeing and write it out. So I started writing out memory. What that does, it takes the logic part of the brain to move a pen. So it was taking the repressed memory that was shut down and compartmentalized over here 
shifting it over to the logic part of the brain to be written out on paper, then visually consciously seen in front of me, written out. So that allows for healing on many levels all at once. That's the psychiatric level where the neuron pathways of the brain actually open up, the psychological level, and it's allowing for the conscious comprehension of what had happened. As quickly as I was writing out my memory of what had happened during my MK Ultra mind control victimization on the White House Pentagon level, it was validated by other concerned members of law enforcement, other concerned members of the intelligence community, including Secret Service, who certainly saw what was going on in and out of the White House, through U.S. Customs. The border guards have always seen what's going on first because of the human and drug trafficking coming across our borders, and that it's a funding mechanism for this global slave society agenda. So it was being validated by U.S. Customs. This is well-documented in Trance.movie as well, how William Von Robb, head of U.S. Customs, was so outraged by the national security being invoked on all the criminal operations that he kept trying to bust. So he was aware of what had happened to me. He was aware of my victimization. He was able to confirm much of it. As I was writing out memory, as it was being confirmed, we were getting it compiled for my testimony for Congress. That validated testimony is in my book, Trance, Transformation of America. It's secured on my website. It can be purchased there. Transformation of America is my testimony that was censored under the 1947 National Security Act. So that is validated by law enforcement. National security is invoked on it. And I still encourage everyone, please research it further. Research every single word in it. Never just believe somebody, always research further because the more you research, the more you know, the more you see that it's inexcusable that we allow this same handful of perpetrators to meddle with our brilliant minds any further. This new world order agenda will only go in if we allow it to. We just simply need to stop complying with it. And the way we stop complying with it is through awareness. Truth makes us free. Knowledge is our defense against mind control. And the knowledge is out there. We just need to know to ask the questions and start researching and seeking those answers for ourselves. Yes. Yes. Cheers to all that. Both Transformation and Access Denied are great books, and the film is really great, too. You do talk about the 30-year-old point where the neural pathways seem to uh, change and any kind of programming seems to unravel. Britney Spears, Amanda Bynes might be a uh, candidate for that. And then you have a visual of Katy Perry collapsing just in the middle of a concert, very strange, and then carried off and... That seems to jive with her age as well. 
And great point about writing. It does seem to be important. And that's probably why they have kids just typing away on the computer now. Why activate the logic part of the brain in the classroom? Exactly. But <laughs> on, the, uh, on the subject of Mark's knowledge of mind science, he also taught you a bit about what can be done on a technical basis, right? Using frequency and EMF-based technologies and the sort of things that might be used in mass now or in the future. Well, yes, we have a defense against the technological aspects as well. And it's important to understand how harmonics affect our brain and how harmonics are used to manipulate our minds. We have to be aware of the lyrics that we choose, for example, when we listen to music, because that's having a powerful subconscious effect, especially when we listen to a song over and over. We need to make sure that they are empowering and positive lyrics because harmonics are used to program and or trigger the population. Very important to know. A good example of how harmonics affect our brain would be when people hear maybe a song when they first fell in love, you know, that's their love song. And when they listen to it again, it's like, oh, you know, it takes them back to that beautiful moment. And that's the way that harmonics affect our neuron pathways and where the memory of that particular event is stored can actually be vibrated by the harmonics. That's a real mild version of how that works, but it's imperative that we all pay attention to what goes into our minds, especially understand NLP and harmonics together make a very powerful form. And the repetition, which we'll hear in advertisements, they repeat it over and over and over. And then we go into a store and we buy that particular product just on an impulse. And that's what we're feeding our bodies with. And if we look at the ingredients, they're probably altered by the pharmaceutical companies like so much is that we purchase. We need to start paying attention by arming ourselves with the knowledge on how we're being manipulated so that we stop ourselves from reaching for that product. Think twice and start feeding our bodies and our brains with the nutrition that it's actually needing and stop putting in things like artificial sweeteners, which are pharmaceutically manufactured to dumb us down and to stop our critical analysis free thought. When we start realizing how we've been manipulated on so many levels, we'll be able to safeguard ourselves against it. When we walk into the grocery stores, realize that harmonics are carrying that information into our head to social distance, mask up, you know, get the injection, whatever it is, it comes through there too. So when we understand how everything is frequency and our brains vibrate on a frequency, that frequency is invaded deliberately for putting messages in. So this is something we need to safeguard ourselves against and something that I was aware of in my deprogramming process. So I would shut off TV. I would shut off music. I didn't have a cell phone. so. You know, that wasn't really so much in my way. But those are the kind of things we need to keep away from us as we pick up a pen and write out memory and start healing. We need to shut off that noise with 
and our children's education and put writing by hand back into the school system so it allows for critical analysis free thought. Get them away from those computers and the harmonics that can come through them. Very important information. All of which is detailed in PTSD Time to Heal. The methods that Mark taught me for healing, he could not release because he was bound by laws of sedition because he had gleaned them from the highest levels of mind sciences that was being suppressed from mental health education and society under the guise of national security. So he couldn't release a simple information on mind-brain function, like how our brains respond to trauma with heightened suggestibility and how important it is for us to pick up a pen and start writing, write out our fears, write out our trauma, and then always add a solution. Mark taught me, voice no negatives without a solution. Mm. That stopped me from just complaining about my past and forced my brain to fire in new directions in terms of solutions. And that also helped lift me out of that negativity that is so immobilizing and to bring me back to the present and back to an area of solutions and possibilities. And that's something that I would encourage everyone as they write out their fears and their traumas to always add a solution to it so that you're able to move forward in light of positive possibility. These methods in PTSD Time to Heal, Mark couldn't release them, but I could because it was my experience to heal with these methods. So we released it in PTSD, Time to Heal. It's written from my perspective, but it is not about me. It's about you. It's about each and every one of us so that you can understand your own mind-brain function, protect your brain from intrusion, and to be able to maintain free thought, reclaim free thought, expand your thinking beyond controlled media, and then maintain that free thought going forward. When I saw mind control masks as a virus being imposed on humanity on a global scale for ushering in the new world order as planned, I posted it in ebook form on my website, trance-formation.com. That's T-R-A-N-C-E hyphen formation. Dot com. It's posted there with a pay what you can, if you can option, so that the information is secured, that everyone can have it now, regardless of income. So you can zero out that total if you need to and just get that information so that you can apply it to yourself. It's so easy to self-apply. And then it opens our eyes to understanding how so much of the nonsense and violence that we're seeing in society is mind control. And then we'll be able to empower others, especially our children, to maintain and reclaim free thought as well mm -hmm. um, through the methods that are in PTSD Time to Heal. Yes, really great points. And that latest book seems very important. The process of healing seems like we all could benefit from it and just the way you offer it in that pay what you can way is very gracious. And I hope people will check that out. Well, <laughs> Kathy O'Brien, this is such a, a milestone for me. I followed your work for probably a full decade now, at least, but you've been through 
a level of pain and abuse nobody should ever have to endure, but they certainly messed with the wrong woman because nobody is as effective at exposing this darkness as you have been. So thank you for your service to humanity and your courage. The books are Transformation, Access Denied, and PTSD Time to Heal. The documentary is found at trance.movie. Anything more to tell the audience about supporting your work or links that you'd like to give them? Yes, I'm always posting on my website, trance-formation.com, T-R-A-N-C hyphen formation.com. PTSD Time to Heal is posted there. Again, with a pay what you can, if you can option, so everybody can have the information now, regardless of income, financial controls, another aspect of mind control. And the censorship that is out there, we need to realize that truth is being diluted and diverted. We need to reclaim that truth. My testimony in Transformation of America has been posted all over the internet on free ebooks as pirated copies where the information is altered to support a new world order agenda. So make sure you go right to the source for truth and then research it further. My truth is secured on transformation.com and I encourage everyone to start embracing that truth and research further and learn to discern because we're all going to need it as we take back our lives and start living the love that we are. Right on. Well, it has been an honor to spend some time with you, and I wish you all the best going forward. As you say, knowledge is our best defense against mind control, and I appreciate you giving us a healthy dose of it. Keep fighting the good fight. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're the, you amplify my voice, and I really appreciate that. Makes <laughs> all the difference in the world. All right. Finally, after many years, a legend in the space, Kathy O'Brien. I honestly can't imagine how she does it after the wild ride she's had and recently losing her rock in the world. She's a really strong person, and the detailed books she's written about all of it are also just quite good. Her story is the one that really almost broke things wide open. I mean, her testimony did get pretty far before it was shut down. And it is her story and her insights into the sick carnival that is the political elite social circles that I really wanted to emphasize, although she's told the tale many, many times at this point. But then I also saw that she wrote this recent piece on Disney, and I thought, well, there it is. Now we have a good set of threads to talk about. But as someone who has been through all these trauma-based programs and has had to do the hard work of unpacking it all, transcending it, and writing about it, I think her take on the pandemic protocols has merit. We're not talking about what a virus is and that kind of stuff. But what did governments take the opportunity to implement? How was people's mental health affected? How closely does all this resemble a mainstreaming of a long-running and well-developed set of protocols for traumatizing and mentally scrambling individuals? Pretty damn close, apparently. A part of me wishes that we would have gotten this interview in the early days of THC so that it wouldn't have to hit these COVID points that are triggering for some and fatiguing for others. But if the simple question is, do I want to get the opportunity to interview one of the most vocal and historically significant victims of this type of abuse, yes or no? Of course I do. 
So I hope it's well appreciated and that the majority of the audience feels like I do about all that. Clearly, a lot of folks are feeling the effects of heightened stress, irritability, fatigue, compliance, obsession, etc., etc., and I feel like my wrap-ups have turned into me trying to justify interviews and putting on the kid gloves to tamper down all the volatile parts. And we've been a show for... 12 years now that assumes these big everyone on board mainstream mono narratives are lies and then we try to look at different alternative takes and find the threads of truth but these mono narratives i guess are much more aggressive than they used to be or much more convincing and even people who tell me they've been members for years are struggling to listen to anything that isn't pro ukraine or anything that suggests the vaccines aren't saving lives and it's kind of like, look, guys, this is what we've always done. You're okay with looking at alternative takes to 9-11, but not COVID? It is what it is, I guess. I just am going to keep trying to stay the course and not get swallowed up in the chaos. I get it, though. It's a lot. And it's kind of hard for me to never really take a break. Or if I do take a break, I have to do double work in the weeks before and after to meet my commitments. So we drift in and out of the heavy stuff, sometimes for my own mental health, sometimes because there's nothing more to be said about a certain subject, even though it's still in our faces every day. But some people only want to hear about the serious and heavy stuff, and other people never do. So I wonder if by trying to cover the spread, I end up not making anybody all that happy. Well, whatever. I do my best work when I pretend that I have no audience and just go with what I find interesting and cross my fingers that people who are like me will come along for the ride. So, enough with the Greg Carlwood therapy session. I hope you appreciated this one and everything Kathy has gone through. It really makes me wonder how many people are caught doing really dark and sick things and instead of prosecuting them, they just get brought into the system. Putting her father in a prominent position at a newly formed military contractor company is also an interesting detail. And it relates to the mass shooting thing, because how often does a three-letter agency find some troubled teen and then egg them on to do something terrible and give them access to weapons and body armor they'd never have access to on their own? But yes, I get to cross off a major name on my big dream guest list today. Obviously, the free shows are just lengthy previews of the full interviews that Plus members get. If you value what I do, there's no need to support some unrelated sponsor or donate out of the goodness of your heart. You just sign up for Plus and you get twice as much show. I think it's the best monetization format in podcasting, even though a lot of my colleagues still double dip with memberships and ads. Dicey, dicey. <laughs> so help me help you become a Plus member and all your wildest dreams will come true. Besides, we have that seven-day free trial so you can test the waters and find out for yourself. In this Plus show, we talked about Kathy's daughter Kelly's story, child protective services, and programmed respiratory failure in some of these victims. We talked about body part trafficking and adrenalized blood, mind control, and professional sports, the depth of the cloning program and alien agenda, and the microcosm of Haiti, prototype for the New World Order control system. 
So episode after episode, bringing you a Pandora's box of counterculture content, and I hope you do decide that it's worth your eight bucks. And moving over to the calendar at HiresideMeetups.com, May was a good month. We had 12 different events all around the country, but it doesn't seem like people are making any new events. All I have to mention is June 1st, the Seattle Inquisition at the Central Cafe in Seattle, Washington. So, I don't know. Summer is coming. Let's get out and make some things happen. THC fan frisbee golf, brews, potlucks at the park. It seems like people tend to have a really good time when these things do pop off. So I hope to see more things pop up on the calendar. We have too many listeners to only have one event set up for next month. So hop on in there, shake things up, and expand your network. Not a lot of things are as easy, free, and potentially fulfilling as making a THC meetup. But until next time, that's the show. Big thanks to Kathy. I know it got pretty dark today, but this is the reality of the dark underbelly of the big machine and her life story. Check out all of her work at trance-formation.com or watch the film about her life at trance.movie. The things she's been through would have definitely broken this simple stoner podcast host, so kudos to her. I appreciate Kathy greatly, and you too, dear listeners. Take care of yourself. It's getting hard out there. I've done my part. Your move, MKUltra handlers, blackmail operation operatives, and mind control mainstreamers. Your fucking move. You know the plan has always been to hack your brain. MK Ultra's trying to drive you insane. They'll explode your heart if they think that's what it takes. You think I'm answering the phone? Well, I ain't. You gotta keep the curtains drawn, cause you don't want anyone thinking you're at home. Well, you're not. You should tape the mail slot. And baby, if I seem withdrawn, let me say it's cause I just don't wanna go and get whacked. Maybe you should know that the trauma affects you like it does everyone. It's just the game plan, it's what the world's become. They want a pat down and a swap. Don't you see what's going on? Well, now you know you're better keeping on your own cause you can see. trust yourself and if you think the system's out of touch it is and you can only trust yourself i hope you know the elite aren't your friends they'll suck out everything from you in the end and if for some reason you think i might be wrong I wonder where you got that opinion from You gotta keep the curtains drawn Cause you don't want anyone thinking you're at home Well, you're not You should tape the mail slot And baby, if I seem withdrawn Let me say it's cause I just don't wanna go and get whacked Maybe you should know that The trauma affects you like it does everyone it's just the game plan, it's what the world's become They want a pat down and a swap Don't you see what's going on? Well now you know You're better 
another show complete remember as much as you enjoyed this which is just the free first hour i hope you'll become a plus member to hear the full two-hour interviews you also can engage with other plus members in the comments and the forums and you'll find your answer to one of the most common questions i get which is where can i find those cover songs that you use at the end of the show well they are free downloads for plus members too and without Plus members, I can't hire the occasional musician to bring these odd cover song ideas to fruition. Plus members are how I'm able to do what I do without ads and without the big machine being on my back. We can fit so much more into a two-hour interview, and I do my best to make it worth your time and money. The conversation only gets deeper, weirder, and more controversial in that private hour. How could it not the way things are going? But the best way to sign up is at thehiresidechats.com where new first-time subscribers always get a free seven-day trial because I'm just that confident. There's no PayPal on the website, but if you need to use PayPal, then sign up through Patreon and you get all the same episodes. Our website is a credit or debit system, but you can also scope out the other options like a few various cryptos, cash or check mailed to the P.O. Box, and I'll even barter with most people if you have your own business and produce something nice that my wife or kid or taste buds might like. But the architects of consensus reality have made it clear that these themes and topics aren't really welcome on the main stage. And so this is how we secure a little counterculture corner for ourselves, and I hope you'll join Plus because that is the only way it works. Besides, you can cancel anytime right on your profile page. The most common concern I hear is people just being unsure if THC Plus will work with their podcast app, and the answer is probably yes. But if not, we have several high-level app recommendations for whatever phone you use, and the website is made for mobile too. We're trained to tip a waitress for bringing us a sandwich, but that tip doesn't give you access to a second sandwich. Really, I'm not asking for any more than that, and I think I offer a better service. Come get your second serving of tasty conspiracy goodness in exchange for that small token of your appreciation. Beyond that, let it also be known that we have grown and survived as long as we have by word of mouth. 
I don't care so much about social media likes or follows, but tell the right people about THC. And not just listeners, but the high-level figures who are better suited to sit down with me than most other hosts. And if you can help me with any of these things, I can work to bring you better shows, which is just a win-win for both of us. Informative, entertaining, and action-packed. It also never hurts to thank a guest you liked if you have the time either. We want them to know people are listening, so they're willing to come back down the road too. Thank you for spending some time with me, and cheers to a better tomorrow.